0: i kind of want to get into that but yeah, you hear that
1: yeah so tax yeah. fraud is just <laughs> awesome
0: <laughs> irs if you're listening to this i am but paying it, it's you all they're saying plenty this year
1: they make the laws for real estate absolutely they do, yeah the the tax code is not there to tell you how much you owe in taxes it's yeah. actually a roadmap how to not pay them yeah, yeah.
2: Tom Free Will write um, Tax-Free Wealth, How to Build build Massive Wealth by Permanently Lowering Your Taxes. And he he writes a new book, probably every presidential term, really, because I mean, tax laws change um, pretty often, but definitely a guy to stay close to because he's got some really good stuff. Yeah.
3: Real estate is amazing, but... It, you can totally impede how fast you can get where you want to be by paying taxes. Like, yes, you need a 1031 into other things. You need to do the accelerated depreciation. Like,
2: right. Don't don't you, hurt yourself. Yeah. You, you should know the important pieces of. The the tax law, like the back of your hand, if you want to be big in this game and and not to the point where you you need to have a good CPA and and you don't need to try to be the expert yourself, but understanding it is going to help you change your, your strategy or like help you like continue on that journey. but yeah. don't, I don't know
3: if this is going to be, if we're letting this ride, but if this is, if this is uh, in there is don't let that impede you starting. You don't need to know about taxes until true. you're true. wanting to disposition something or also that's know. what
1: you pay them for. Yeah. right. You don't need to know anything. Yeah. I don't know anything. Right. Right. I know that, that makes me sound like kind of a fraud of an investor, but <laughs> like at the end of the year, I take, <laughs> I take all my stuff and I'm like, here's this and a check. I don't want to pay taxes. And they're like, okay,
2: yeah, yeah, man. I have a lot of buddies that that just I probably a pride thing and they're and they're 1099 guys and, and they they like try to do all the taxes themselves. And I'm like, man, it's it's not that big of an expense. It's really not. And it is it's a write off to mm-hmm. to have a CPA. So, I mean, don't don't try to do it yourself. Like get get help, get experts. Like I think what some people
0: find. I think some people have had bad experiences, and they're like, "Shoot, I just rather do it myself." At some people that, that I know um, have had bad experiences, and they know a enough about the tax code to do it themselves. There are so, very bad
1: tax people out there.
0: Yeah, there, there, there's bad tax people, but get with a get with a professional. We, us here, we're not CPAs. We're not. We are realtors at most and investors uh we have good advice from our experiences but we're not lawyers or and anything like there, that.
1: Is, there is a difference between somebody who does your taxes and a cpa though yes like if you take your stuff to somebody that just like a, a tax preparer they're just gonna fill out your w-2 for you called a being like, counter yeah <laughs> they're just gonna fill it out and send it in for you but if you go seek somebody who is a cpa especially in the real estate world strategist like i i had a i got a decent discount i'm pretty sure because i've used her for my entire life but my last year's taxes were 500 bucks and it saved me thousands of dollars yes so
3: uh, i don't it's think it's the it, greatest expense. i don't you can give a rough estimate zach on how much you cost uh yours cost. but i mean i don't think you're going to spend any more than a thousand dollars no on your ta- no. tax prepare. and then until you get to the point where you have like your, it's very complicated maybe you're spending a little bit more but I mean, to not spend more than $1,000, it could save you $10,000? Like, okay. That's, great That's here. the greatest like, return on yeah. investment it's you like, could have. Spend
0: 1000 to save $10,000. I, I think mine's around like 800 ish okay. But I also pay them like something like 60 or 70 bucks. A month to do my payroll. Oh. Uh, I'm set up on an S corp. And so I get paid a salary from, from what I make from my LLC. And then I can take dividends from that. But, um, yeah, he, he does everything for me.
1: Um, all right. I'm gonna get us rolling. Yep. Um, do a this, quick is little segment. A, this, this is a little segment that we want to start doing. So if you have any, um, questions for us, this is your time. Um, listeners questions, shoot us a DM on any of our stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, is there a deal that you've missed out on that still haunts you? Um I think most investors would have one um. Yeah, so I'm going to pass it. Brandon was very inc- excited about this question. So I'm going to throw it to Brandon first. <laughs>
2: well, I, there's there's a lot here that I could go into and there's also a lot of stories that my dad has told me about his time too that I, that I'll probably share on some future ones, but um I'll, I'll keep this one pretty brief to start, but um I remember I you know, back when I was I guess I was in college his senior year and uh driving out to one of my buddy's houses down in Fayetteville um there there was this house that I passed probably a few times within a span of a month um that just had a for rent sign out there um just an old janky one with a number that they wrote on with a sharpie and so um this is one of those I, I didn't really get too deep into the deal but this is just something that like this has happened multiple times over my investing journey and and uh just makes me absolutely sick but um just one, one of those things where, for rent sign out there in the yard um drove by multiple times took a picture of the sign and was like mm-hmm. i might call that next week or i'll call it you know in a few weeks kind of one of those things where like nobody likes to cold call somebody at least i mean i don't and it but i i do it anyway because you got i mean that's what you got to do in this game and so anyway it was just kept pushing it off kept pushing it off and then um you know three or four weeks goes by and i'm driving by again and the sign has gone out of the yard and i'm like well crap and so I'm just, I'm just kind of mindlessly scrolling on Facebook one day and I see one of my buddies um, who was also a realtor had, found, had basically driven by this property, immediately called. It was some older folks that had owned this really nice duplex in a single family neighborhood. So I mean, one of those like dream deals you think about, and um, he he just called on it and just like asked if they was were willing to sell or were thinking about selling. And this was right before, this was before all the crazy peak of real estate, and uh, <clears throat> and they were like, yeah, absolutely, we we don't want to deal with this anymore. Um, got it for a discount because I looked it up on the on the tax records, and he he actually got it for a, an investor client of his. But what do you get? Um, What's that?
0: What price did they get it for?
2: Gosh, it was was sub two hundred, sub two hundred, sub two hundred for a a beautiful duplex, Uh, probably uh, probably three bedroom, two bath. Like it was a good size. If you're great trees, I mean, if you're above the age of seventy and own real estate, please call me. Yeah, please, (laughs) call us. Um, please. But but it's just one of those deals like makes you sick, and 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 so there were multiple times in the last couple of years, even that there's been similar opportunities where I'm like, I just, let me just call on it. But I, I I keep pushing it off. And so Mm -hmm. my gosh, don't push it off. Like call as soon as you can, even if it's uncomfortable, like uh, make the call. I feel,
1: I also hate cold calling. And I think something that makes it easier for me personally is I drive to the place and I call from the parking lot. I don't know why it makes me Dude, feel better, yeah. but it's like, man, I'm sitting outside your place right now. Not it would, sorry, not for I'm residential home. houses. I apologize <laughs> for commercial deals. By the way, don't I'm outside your house. The <laughs> house.
2: Yeah. I'm sitting outside your house. <laughs> like your peeking in the curtains. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, I do this with commercial stuff, but I, it helps me to see it and then I call and then kind of have that conversation.
2: Right. And yeah. most people are going to be like, they're going to be friendly to you and That's they're not going to be pissed off. Some people may house. be pissed off about it. House. I'll say most because we've talked about this in previous episodes too, but... Zach but death wish on him they'll, they'll be friendly and they'll either say you know no i'm not interested but i appreciate it and you'll make a good contact right or or i mean the off chance that they'll say yes and you'll have a, a great deal on your hands so don't don't be afraid to make the call that's that's the point of that
0: and once again Miss- if you're one of those people that gets upset about somebody trying to just see if you'd sell you can again kick rocks <laughs> yeah
1: i had a phone call from a a, a lady that me and Brandon sent out some mail- mailers a couple months ago, mm. and she called me just to like, "Hey, I've been getting these from not just us." She said she gets like twenty a month from people trying to buy her storage facility, and she was like, "I just picked one out of the pile and called." I was like, "Is this real?" And I was like, "Yeah, what's going on?" And she <laughs> talked to me for like fifteen minutes. She was so nice. That's real. <laughs> and then at the very and at the very end of the conversation, she's like, "We don't want to sell it because we're gonna give it to our kids, but." do you know jesus and i was like i do and she's like that's awesome and then just hung up <laughs> That's like, amazing.
3: It was, it was a great conversation that's amazing that's she's awesome. trying to turn it on his
1: head and start oh, yeah. prospecting other she's people probably, for she's jesus. probably just like going through the list like, i love that oh, do you yeah,
2: it's amazing
1: you? Oh. Like, if i'm gonna get these letters i'm gonna use these leads yeah <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> a great leads <laughs> <Hot> leads <That's
2: laughs> zach we'll,
0: we'll pass it to
2: you and on the deal maybe you've
0: missed or yeah, maybe so you i was thinking about this I've, I've pulled the trigger every time I want to do something, I've, I've pulled the trigger so far. Um, and when I've had the ability to pull the trigger, um, I'm, I'll, I'll talk about a deal that I'm kind of going over right now and it's a deal we all know. It's Asylum Springs townhome. Um, it's like a loft, uh, about
1: price reduction, by the way.
0: Yeah. yeah. Tr- I'm, I'm talking to the realtor almost every day. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I have looked into AirDNA and even bought a, like a one month sub- subscription and it's very probable for that to do plus $3,000 a month down there. And the mortgage I can get around 1700 And so I'm like, oh man, like I can move into that. But the thing is, it, it'd have to be in-house financing. So this is going to be a question for you as listeners and the guys around here is, would you do this deal? So it's a in house in-house financing deal. down. I really, I just, I, I haven't done anything over 5% yet. So like the thought of me having to do anything over 5% sucks, Mm -hmm. but it's still very doable. They're asking 335,000 right now. Of course I would not give them that. Um, the interest rate would be mid to low fives, uh, in-house 30 year financing with 10% down You say
1: in-house. Is that like seller financed?
0: No, it's not seller finance. It's she said it was it was through a lender, but I can't remember their name. Gotcha. she they were not gonna sell it to the secondary market though no it, it it God. wouldn't it wouldn't go it wouldn't do be a government backed loan because it's people get so weird around this area about condos um mm-hmm. so yeah. it's it just it wouldn't be backed by a government backed loan so it had to be in-house somewhere and we found a place that would do it for ten percent down mid fives interest rate. 30 year amortization schedule, which is pretty good, pretty darn good for in house. Um, And so I'm just, I'm going back and forth, I'm praying about it and I'm kind of just like, I I have this uneasiness about it just I think because it's Salem Springs. and airbnb and airbnb like i i i think the airbnb (laughs) thing kind of scares me a little bit but like my wife said she'd take care of that and and honestly i'm i'm rolling with it back and forth in my head i'm like well 10 years down the road silent springs is going to be bigger like people are starting to move out that way like it's a it's a no-brainer going to be a fine option they
1: just built like a, a brand new massive high school
0: oh yeah and they're they're building
1: a huge kayak park out there. They may have the most subdivisions in construction right now. Oh yeah. As far as like like but comparing Fable, Rogers, Springdale, like Salem
0: has so many subdivisions going up. They're growing and I know I know some of my investors are starting to pick up some homes there. So I'm I'm just toying I'm toying with that deal right now. Do I do this? Do I you know it's 30 it's gonna be 30 minutes away from the interstate too and so i'd be further away from everything but i'm like man it's a, it's a so the 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 hard thing is it's such a cool space it's sweet it is sweet all brick walls it was built in like 1905 it's so cool so it's but everything's been redone new windows new roof um new construction on the inside it looks great but
1: i'll analyze it right now if you're gonna live in it buy it if you're gonna airbnb it don't do it
0: yeah I well just, what if I, I well know. i'm gonna live it i'm gonna live in it and then airbnb it
1: How, like little house so hack. you'll just what, like an it airbnb gets, house when hack gets, when it gets booked you just leave
0: uh or
1: you'll live there for sorry a year. <laughs> well I, you're gonna live there, you're for, gonna a live year, there for, for a year for a year so, i'm gonna live there but for a year i have a buddy <laughs> i have a buddy that does this he he, he airbnbs his primary residence on fo- football season only and he lists it for some insane price yeah and then he'll just make like two grand on a weekend yeah um well, so lie. like if that's the strategy that's great yeah I, but i would not rely on that oh i'm gonna make three grand a month in the yeah. th- summertime
0: well i think the thing no. i can go back on is long term rent i can definitely get over two thousand oh, because because the yeah, college kids then, there yeah. so and it's like minimum i would cash flow like Isn't 300 insurance bucks on condos super cheap too it's it was not that expensive it's yeah. like 1500 bucks yeah. insurance which is
1: you know it's, it's
3: pretty, a little higher than pretty that standard yeah
0: um and then taxes were pretty state like mid 1500 yeah too yeah. So I think if
3: you can make it worse make it
0: work with a the long term then if you decide to do Airbnb you can do it but the That's thing the is best way to analyze that right yeah the thing is I'm like well am I gonna drop 2530k here or is there something going to pop up in the next four months that I wish I would have had that money yeah. for
2: so yeah Pro- that, prop Property in downtown anywhere in northwest Arkansas is, is scarce, South, too, South which is Springs good. To
0: downtown think. is nice. It Very is. Cool. Oh, yep. my goodness. I
1: love it. It yeah. is.
0: It's got a little stream running through. I go over there probably
1: every other week.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. To get dinner mm-hmm. or they have a little brunch spot over there. Uh, yeah. What's the?
0: There's so many cool things down there.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Treehouse Fratelli's Wood Fired Pizza. I they,
1: mean, got, they got a couple of breweries. Springs greatest chicken sandwich in northwest Arkansas. Really? Yeah. Lock it down. You heard right it here now. first. Here. Lock it down. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I've never been to so downtown. Oh swearing. my god. Oh, we're gonna oh go. God. Hey, trivia, trivia to go trivia. Trivia at um, my aunt uncle's tap room on Thursdays. Okay, cool. Next, next warm Thursday, let's go do trivia. Let's, no let's do that. Anyways, sorry.
0: So we'll let you, the listeners, decide should Zach Stanley do this deal or not. Um, Isaac, uh, or, Isaac, you want to go off something? Miss deal or Josh? Josh?
1: Yeah, you, you go, go, go ahead though. Um, if you want me to? I don't. Mine's kind of lame. It was like, it's just a little small. I have a couple, but this one haunts me because I got beat in, mm. in negotiations mm. and I hate it. I hate getting beat, but we, you went and looked at Brandon, went and looked at me with it, it's like, it was like a little tiny home over on um, South Fayetteville and that area is kind of booming right now. Um, but like I offered asking and I told him I'd pay, 5,000 over. This is when the market was going stupid, but I paid 5,000 over, um, appraised value and they countered and they said 10,000 over appraised value. And I said, no. And I thought I had them and they got an offer. Like the, the offer expired that night. And like an hour before it expired, they got an offer for the 10,000 over and I lost it what kind of deal was this I didn't it was it. i was gonna airbnb it so oh tiny house I that's right. it was a tiny house
2: just south of feed and folly so mm-hmm. I'm right there in his
1: yeah spot. oh dude yeah, it but... was sick it was su- super sick and what made me throw up is like i think it would have appraised pretty well and ten thousand dollars over 30 years is like eleven dollars a month so I like, yeah. I lost a house for 11 bucks a month. Yeah. That's what kills me.
2: Yeah. So, we, the, yeah. There's other deals I'm thinking about in my head now that uh, you and I were chasing yeah. back in the day, um, a 16 unit apartment complex around uh, Hill Avenue. We're, we won't talk about that either, but. Um, yeah,
1: that one sucked. I forgot about that one. Thanks for ripping that. What money. a location. Yeah. There's an apartment <laughs> complex that, and they wanted like 2 million. it. Is that $2? the one right next to Eco-Modern?
3: Yes. yes. That they've just redone? Yeah.
2: They haven't. I don't know, have they redone it? Oh no, not that one. Not that one. The, the green, one the green next one. to it. Oh, the, the parking lot in
1: the backyard.
3: One. If you, you know, my architect designed that one. That was. That's a good one,
1: dude. It's a sweet place. That's the only one. reason we didn't do it is they're all one bedroom. Mm. And so we were like oh, two million for, Dude, for 16, 16 years. One, what, or what, what was it two million? That was so underpriced. Uh, yeah. It was so underpriced. I saw that so thing pop up. And I was like, wow. And we should that's have ridiculous. jumped on it. And like we just we sat on our feet too long, and it sold. Yeah, that one went quick. Yeah, that, one that was like twenty four hours. I guarantee it. It would appraise right now for four. Yeah. Guarantee. Yeah, that guy maybe three. Uh,
3: re bought that and redid it in the crash in oh eight oh nine. So it cost him like nothing. I mean, mm. it was like mm. it cost. I don't remember what the number The units were, were but I clean. Our, our, yeah, we looked Super at them before yeah. we did that deal on Hill Avenue down there. Yeah. A, yeah. Those were nice units and one bedrooms, I think, and Fayetteville are really a home run. It scared I, me. It's, it scares it scared yeah. me too. But the more I've learned about one bedrooms here, I think it's really good market. Yeah. In. Especially so. location. I mean, yeah. It's yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah. a deal that I missed out on, um, there's a deal on, East Avenue in Fable over here, right down from that Arvest. Um there's just like the graduate and then a parking lot, and then there, there's like this kind of just run down nobody is, it's been dilapidated for years. Nobody operates out of it. Building. Almost I think it's five thousand square feet or something like that, one one level. And I was, I've been driving by that for probably three or four years, no sign, just off market thing. Like I need to call on that, but it'll be there. I'll just call on it when I, when I have the money to do it. And, and uh so, and then I bought that house on Cleburne. So I got tied up, tied up with that. And then right after that, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go call on that deal. So I, and I, and in my head, I had underwrite underwritten it at like, I could pay 300 grand and I was going to have to put three or 400 grand into it, but then you could get some commercial tenants in there. Anyways, I was like, I could pay 300 grand for that thing. So I reach out. The guy that owned it was a professor in the fifties and whatever, and that was his office and he died and his son now owned it. And so I reached out, finally found the son, reached out to him, I'm under contract. Oh, and they're oh. under contract and it closed for two eighty two. Oh my goodness! Like, wow, Dang. I that knew hurts. what it was worth. Yeah, I knew what I would it. pay. You and and then I and then I started following up with the guy that bought it. And I'm like, hey, I know you just bought this thing, but you know, would you sell it? I'll give you. You know, I was maybe paying fifty grand more than what he paid. Nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna develop it. It's gonna be a condo complex. Unless you want to give me six hundred grand, then I'm not gonna be like,
2: yeah. Oh my gosh! Has he done anything with
3: it? Hasn't hasn't done any. I've seen people out there surveying and stuff, but yeah, he hasn't done anything with it. So that one, that one's lost in the abyss. He's not a seller either. He's
2: like, nope, I buy stuff to keep. Wow. Reminder number five thousand to not wait. Just pull the make the call. Call just make do the it. call
1: oh man how oh, are we at right now what is this we're 20 minutes 20 minutes do we do we want to what's that what's what's our next little thing <laughs> um that was it man we we had the we we did you, the deal you
3: were the only one that shared a word in, in episode five. Oh yeah does anybody else um, have a word and so that that early on in the process of learning i got about another estate, one i could jab at um you didn't just a refresher yeah so if you did, missed episode five it's a it's a word that um in the beginning of our real estate investing journey, we did not
0: understand um, that now we do. Yeah, and like kind of like a freaking infinite list, like yeah. literally every word. It's like I day.
3: don't know yeah. anything. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna do. One. <laughs> it's
1: hard for me to not know what I didn't know.
3: i will do so another so. one,
1: and then if y'all
0: want to add one onto it,
1: amortization. Yeah. Amortization yep. Yep. used That's to blow one. my mind, and yep. it just means how many years the principles is stretched out over, mm-hmm. or like the. I, how I how think just
3: financing in general like yeah. like you can do a 25-year amortization schedule with yes. a 10-year term and it's gotcha. spread out over 25 years but
1: you got to figure out what you're going to do is that, in 10 years is mm-hmm. saying, so when you say 10-year term it the same as saying like 10-year balloon is it the same thing mm-hmm. basically yeah. yeah so like the the full amount is due after 10 years yes but it's amortized but the payments 25. are amortized yes. or stretched out like, like it's a 25-year yeah, schedule yeah. and sometimes people will Sometimes people
3: will give you a ten-year term, which it's called like a ten-year look. So it gives you the ability mm-hmm. to refinance at that point, but you don't have to. You yep. can just continue with the current payment. But if you want to put a ten-year in there, so that if it's lower, I can refinance. Yeah.
0: When uh, when we say amortization schedule, as well, it's it's basically saying if you took a two hundred thousand dollar home and divided it by thirty years, mm-hmm. then your payment would be by 12. I took the absolutely. Oh, yeah. I was like
3: and it, the amortization, the year yeah. 30, it could be 25 or 20 years.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Your payment would be like 555 bucks for principal. That's just principal. That's just principal and amount. That's not it. interest, taxes yeah. or insurance.
1: And you have your interest is yearly um, divided by 12. And then that's added on there. But banks, the sneaky little terms, mm-hmm. they a, it's called an amortization schedule. They front load the interest. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you owe a thousand bucks a month and that's principal and interest combined, it may be eight hundred dollars of interest payments and two hundred towards the principal. Yeah. Because the bank's trying to get their money as soon as possible.
0: Because the the data shows that people will probably sell it. Like it's not going to yeah. reach the end of its term. So the banks are like, let's get our money on the front Get our money
1: right now. The so. front end. That's the fun part about yeah. seller financing. Also, is you don't have to deal with that sometimes.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a great one. I'll pick you back off of real quick. Yep, seller financing. This means I did not understand this. This means that the seller finances the deal, not a bank, not a secondary lender. The seller, you and the seller come to an agreement upon interest rate, term, uh, when you pay, things of that nature. It's a written agreement. You pay the seller every month instead of paying the bank. Um, And there's a lot we could
3: side note on seller financing uh, it's been almost impossible to do that over the last few years because the interest rates have been dirt cheap yeah. Like, yeah how am I going to do seller financing if I can yes but now it's becoming a, now it's a thing, preferred thing. a preferred thing and, and sellers like it and and then you can you get in for less money than you would at a bank and there's less hoops and mm-hmm. it's
2: a good good way to look at deals right now and oftentimes the, the seller can you can offer more to the seller which is good so right now if you let's just say you're offering 200,000 on a normal bank loan. Um, you can, you can go to seller financing and which the bank loan, you're probably at five, six, seven percent uh, maybe more. And you can go seller financing route, try to get a, you know, go negotiate a three, four or 5% or three, 4%, something like that. Um, some favorable terms and, and really up that offer price and, and, uh, help them and, yeah. and, and then help you. And then, yeah, you and then give them 230, yeah. if they'll sell our finance versus
1: the bank, with their seven, 8% interest rate, it has to be 200 or it doesn't make sense. Yeah.
2: I, I had a, I had a guy that, um, that just has been in the real estate game for a long time, been having lunch with him a few times, but mm-hmm. he owns some storage. He also owns, uh, he, yeah, he's, he used to own, uh, three or four mobile home parks and he loves seller financing. He, he has three of his, or his, all three of his mobile home parks that he bought, Back in the day he is he has on seller finance notes right now um which pay him every month and um so sick. yeah so he he loves that strategy he said when he was our age you know mid-20s he would go door knocking door to door carrying a paper uh, amortization schedule and uh pitching people on um seller in their house to him no on, on a way. thirty. yeah like hey this is how much you can make over 30 years sell it to me and and he said he picked up you know, ten, twenty deals um in his first two or three years doing that. Oh my god. Yeah. What? So um anyway yeah, I think I, yeah. If I people th-
3: don't understand how much interest you can make on th- how much it's you're stupid paying, money. Yeah. So like you're paying more interest in you do principal, I think. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. And, and helping the sellers understand like what, what maybe what their monthly payment w- could end up being if they sell our finance to you, but really like, okay, this is what you'd make over the, the term of the loan. It really starts to pique their interest. And they're like, Man, maybe I can't, maybe I will do this for mm-hmm. you. And um, and oftentimes too, in a seller finance situation, um, it, you can put in the terms that, you know, if I miss one payment, um, then you regain the, the, uh, ownership of the building, which also piques their interest. Yeah. Um, so anyway, very favorable for the seller, very favorable for the buyer as well. So love it.
3: Yeah love it yeah there's a bunch of financing terms that it's like I can't think of any off the cuff any more off the cuff but it's just it's a confusing world of, of so much yeah there's yeah. so many so many make, words
1: <laughs> make friends with your banker yeah it's just a meet right now send him a text tell him you love him
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell him you love him, <laughs> you yeah. kiss him. Start, start listening to podcasts like this bigger pockets things of that nature get familiar with the terms and vocab it's easy to understand once you hear it over and over again Thank you guys for tuning in. Feel free to give us a five star review on Apple Music, Spotify, whatever you're listening to this on that helps us a ton. Thank you for listening in. We appreciate all the listeners and we look forward to giving you some more content. Love you. Out.